experience on Lent. We begin today the season of Sabbath, the season of Advent. We begin this new year in the church. And as it is, we begin this new year in the church, right? I don't know about you, but you know, for me, it's always resolutions, right? It's always the time of the year. It's going to be Christmas soon. After Christmas is New Year's. Let's make a resolution, whatever that good resolution might be, right? And everyone has kind of different resolutions. I'm going to pray every day. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to fast. Maybe these things. I'm going to grow my spirituality. It might be, right? It'd be nicer to people. Everyone I meet, keep showing the smile, pay forward. These things might be, right? So everyone has kind of resolutions, right? We have resolutions in which we make. And now it is that we're making this new resolution in which we is, we're trying to really follow Jesus to the best of our ability. We're trying to follow Jesus to the best we can. We're trying to be better disciples. But now, in today's story that we hear today of the beginning, Suara here is this promise that God makes to His people. We hear in the readings that, you know, quite lengthy but quite good, that God is taking care of His people. God wants to care for you. God wants something more than to love you. God has many promises in store. But how... Now, how is it that we are really following suit with Him? How is it that we are trusting in His promise? How is it that we are fixing our life upon Him? New Year. What is the year, right? Remember in science class, here is the year, here is the sun, here is the earth that goes around us, uh, the earth that goes around the sun, and all the stars, and all these things. And all these things we see in the heavens, right? And so it's another year, another time that it goes around, makes a complete rotation around the sun. And let's keep that in mind, right? A little astronomy lesson, but let's keep that in mind. What is the new year? You look out at the stars, you look out at the sun. It doesn't change its position, but it stays in the same position. It's us on the earth that moves around, right? So here we are. We're on a new year. We're on a new tra- trajectory. And now things in our life are really kind of coming alive, right? Things in our life are really just kind of going through motions. We're going through our daily life. Now the question becomes this. What is your fixed point in life? What is your fixed point in life? As it is that back then, right? Before it is that GPS was a thing, before it was that Google Maps and Apple Maps and all these things were a thing, people used to have to find a way to get around. How did they get around? They get on the roads, right? And when it is they go on the road, they gotta go north. Okay, how do we go north? If it's during the daylight, right? You know, east and west is where the sun travels. You know, at night, there's the North Star. You can look up at the skies and you see a fixed point that doesn't change, and you go towards that fixed point, and that's what guides you. That's what it is that we're driven towards. I know I need to go north, I'm going to follow the North Star. I know I need to go south, I'm going to follow those planets or those stars that look like they're going south on the horizon and things of that nature, and we're going to just keep going along with where the stars lead us. That's how people got around back then. The question becomes this for us. The arrival of Jesus, what does that mean for us? The arrival of Jesus in us as Christians today, the arrival of Jesus means there is a breaking down of everything we thought. The arrival of Jesus, what it is that we're praying for during Christmas, is this. Is that our life changes forever. Our life completely changes. That as it is that we go forward, as life changes, as it is that we go forward, we meet the person of Jesus and we cannot stand still. You cannot meet Jesus and just stand still. You cannot meet Jesus and just be the same person that you were before. You cannot meet Jesus and really truly have an into your heart and then tomorrow just was a day like any other day and our days as, as Christians, our disciples, we just kind of continue going on with emotions until next Sunday, whatever it might be. That's not the way it works. When it is that we meet Jesus, there's a breaking down of something. There's a breaking down of our old world and now there's a creation of a new world. There's a breaking down of our old life. And now there's a creation of our new life. When it is that we understand this, that when we meet the person of Jesus, that we, we, we 
must be changed by it, it's then that we understand everything. And the question today becomes this. What is your fixed point? As you look out into your life, what is that fixed point that you look to? What is it? There are many things in life that I think many people really kind of lose interest in, right? Many people really kind of have the focus point of their life. For example, right? For many people, you know, when, when we describe who you are, we say, you know, I'm a politician, I'm a businessman, I'm a person who really kind of treasures family and friends, a person who treasures honor, I'm a person who just wants to kind of really kind of excel in life and succeed in life and all these things, right? These things, being a businessman, being a politician, you know, whatever you name it, someone who treasures friendship, someone who treasures family, someone who treasures honor, these things are not bad things, these are good things. What it is in your life that you're going towards is a good thing. What it is that you're studying towards, what it is you're trying to accomplish, these are good things. However, the problem becomes is when that becomes your fixed point. The problem becomes is that when that defines you. The problem becomes when everything else takes a back seat, when especially Jesus takes a back seat, and that fixed point becomes what it is of your ultimate desire, right? Of your ultimate desire. What Jesus is trying to come forward to with us today, each and every day, but especially as we make room for Him this Christmas, is this. That He wants to be that fixed point in your life. That He wants you to give over, over everything to Him. That everything, all our desires, everything that is we want in life, everything is that we're striving towards, everything it is that in our life that we really think is important, really takes a back seat when it comes to Jesus. And that's what He's looking for. To be that fixed point in your life. To really transform you. He's looking for it. He's looking for it. He's looking for you to follow Him in all things. When times get difficult, when times are great. And so as it is that we look towards that star, as it is we look towards that star, that sun, that moon, that is Jesus, that thing that we follow in the sky, that thing that does not move, that thing that's in our heart that does not move, that solid foundation that is Jesus, everything else comes second to that. And so now Jesus is asking, give me everything. And He tells us repeatedly every time it is that someone meets Him in the Gospels, He tells them what it is that they should do, right? But for example, He says, you know, let's say money and wealth are your fixed points in life. That is what your ultimate goal is in life. Whatever it might be, sometimes we don't realize it. But let's say the accumulation of wealth, this money, this, this whatever it might be, kind of becomes the ultimate fixed point in your life. What does Jesus say? Go and sell everything that you have and come and follow me. But it is that prestige, pride, honor, these worldly things, um, these worldly successes kind of become the ultimate thing in our life. What does Jesus say? But he who humbles himself will be exalted. He who realizes who you are before the cross, before it is that you stand before God, who truly realize who you are, then you will be really exalted. Then you will be really praised. But everything else that is that you look for in life will not be praised. It's false. False sense of who you are. It's a lie. Because before God, we are all alone. That is what we must realize. And throughout that being known before God, we are loved into eternity, which is strange. Strange that He loves nothing. When popularity and esteem are your fixed stars, blessed are you when others, when others hate you and treat your name as cursed because of the Son of Man. When people call you cursed because you follow Jesus. When people persecute before you call because you follow Jesus. That is what it really truly means to be who you really are. Blessed are you when people hate you because of the name of Jesus. That's what it's getting. If worldly glory and success are your fixed stars, what does he say? Take up your cross and follow 
in my footsteps. Going even further, you know, you're a family man, your family is above all else. What is Jesus? Unless you love me more than your mother and your father, more than your very life, you are not worthy of me. Unless you love me more than your mother and your father, more than your very life, you are not worthy of me. My friends, everything has to come in relation to Jesus. Everything. Everything. Even our family life, even our very life, even our families, even our business, all these things, right? Everything in our life has to be in the right order. These are all things that can change when it is that we allow Jesus into our heart. Then we realize everything and the importance that it should be. When Jesus is the fixed point in my life, then I begin to love my family the way I should. Then it is that I begin to run my business the way I should. Then it is that I begin to treat others the way I should. Then it means that I can run politics the right way. Then it means that everything in my life is ordered in the correct way. That means I don't have to be prideful. I can know who I really am. I realize that worldly success is not everything. But what matters is the way in which my relationship with God goes. What matters is the way in which I treat others. What matters is the way in which I love God. What matters is the way which I worship Him, I fall down in the worship of Him. That is what matters. That is what is getting. He's asking you to give everything in your life over to Him. Give your family to Jesus. Give your worldly success to Jesus. Give your fame, your esteem, your business. Give your very life to Him. When it is that He becomes the center of our life, it's then that we understand what it is that we're preparing for this Advent season. As you remember, Christmas is around the world, right? You remember we're trying to understand who Jesus is, but more importantly, we're trying to accept in our hearts, not just as a side thing, not just, here Jesus, here's, here's kind of the side rule of my life, take this side rule, but here's this main rule of my life, where I want to be, where I want to grow, where I want my success. It's not what he's looking for. It's not looking for just a side rule. He's not looking for you to just follow a star that's constantly going to change in your life. He's looking for you to make that fixed point. That son of your life is Jesus. My friends, we realize Christianity is not easy. It's not fun. Not at all. It's not fun. It's not easy. It's not all these things, right? There are going to be times of great joy. There's also times of great difficulty as it is that we try to break away from sin. We try to break away from our desires. We try to break away from you know, this, this thing that we just want to do what it is that we want. We to constantly fight against God and our pride, right? We realize that although it's not easy to follow the cross, when we keep our eyes fixed on the cross, it's worth it. In the end, it's worth it. Make room for Jesus in your heart. Make room. Prepare the way. Just as John the Baptist will do. Now it is we are called also to prepare the way for Jesus in our own hearts. Amen? Amen. Gladness, and let us implore and say, Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy 